0: Hey, moms, welcome to this episode of Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. This is a podcast series that I created with short devotionals for busy moms like you. Moms, what you're doing is important. What you're doing matters. You are investing in the next generation, and this is a very, very important work. But we also know that as believers, we can't do it without the Lord. We cannot raise up the next generation to love and serve Him without God's strength and His wisdom, and that's why we turn to His Word on a regular basis. We cry out to Him for wisdom and for grace and for strength, and so today we are going to be reading from Habakkuk. Maybe some of you haven't really ever read the book of Habakkuk, but it's an interesting and timely passage that I'm going to be reading today. The title of today's devotional is called, If Not, He is Still Good. I'll start by reading the scripture passage, which is uh, chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. I trembled inside when I heard this. My lips quivered with fear, my legs gave way beneath me, and I shook in terror. I will wait quietly for the coming day when disaster will strike the people who invade us, even though the fig tree have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. You know, not that long ago, many of us really didn't know all that was going on in the world. The internet brought an unprecedented awareness and with it the burden of knowledge. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve chose to break God's command and eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That tree represented man's grasp for autonomy and independence from God. When Adam and Eve fell, all mankind fell, and we continue to live with the results of that fall today. We are inundated with the knowledge that God wanted to spare us from, and now we have to deal with more of it than ever. As we see the wickedness that takes place all around us, we are forced to answer certain questions. Why does God allow injustice? Why does He tolerate evil? These are hard questions, and many unbelievers claim they are the reason they can't believe God exists or that He is good. (coughs) Habakkuk is a tiny book included among the Bible's minor prophets. They bear that name because they are shorter than other books, not because they are less important. Habakkuk asked God the same questions we do about what He allows and how He executes judgment. God didn't answer Habakkuk's questions directly. Instead, He gave him a vision of His deity. This was God's way of saying to Habakkuk and to us that whether or not we understand His ways, we can safely trust Him. We all have areas in our lives that are hard—things that happened beyond our control, things we feared would happen. We have relationships that seemingly can't be mended, and children and husbands who struggle for reasons we don't understand. Some of us grapple with purpose and destiny because we feel inadequate, and yet we can't deny that he has called us. When our youngest child was 20 months old, he developed acute ITP, which is the shortened name for a condition that mimics early symptoms of leukemia. This same child had open heart surgery at three days old and spent the first two months of his life in the hospital. We almost lost him back then but god spared his life and now 2 2 years later we found uh, we faced the possibility of leukemia it turned out that he did not have cancer but we didn't know if his condition was a one time thing an acute condition or would continue to recur throughout his life as a chronic condition during the waiting period i thought i might just curl up and die the fear and the stress were overwhelming and yet God sent people and moments to me when I felt His strong presence at just the right times to sustain me. When we finally knew that Silas's condition would only happen once, I wrestled hard with God about the wise. The whole event felt pointless, and I told him so. There was nothing I could do but wait to hear from God, and so that was what I did. Finally, I heard him whisper to me, Did I keep Silas? Yes, he had. He'd taken care of him. Did I keep you? Yes, he had. He had taken care of me as well. Once those questions were answered, peace flooded over me. And even though his answers weren't what most would call complete, the Holy Spirit enabled me to embrace them and lay it all to rest. There are no easy answers to the hardest questions of life, but as believers, we have solid reasons to exercise our faith and trust in our very powerful, very good God, even though. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights." I would challenge you right now to take a few minutes to think, to meditate on what God is saying to your heart, maybe even write it down in your journal, and then to think, to meditate, or to write down what your heart is saying to God. Pour your heart out to Him. Here's a question to help you dig a little bit deeper. You know, faith is where we put our gaze. Where is your gaze today? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness to us. God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for giving us peace that passes all understanding. God, that it guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That happens as we trust you, God, and as we remind ourselves in prayer for the things that we're thankful for because that passage says to be anxious about nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication to let our requests be made known to you with thankfulness and that your peace will then guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus that peace that passes all understanding Lord you are good and you are faithful thank you that we can worship you that we can rejoice in you and be joyful in the God of our salvation, Lord, that you are our strength and that it's you that makes us as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. In Jesus' name, amen.